Good morning, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Chop Sports Daily going coming to you live. Not go well, going live, coming to you live, all of the above here on a Monday from the Flipping Made Easy Studio in Matawan, New Jersey. Another snowy, nasty, rainy Saturday of oh, Saturday. What the fuck? Like, what is what is the deal? It's uh, Monday. It is Monday. I guess. I mean, you had your mishaps on on Friday with the whole whatever you got went through. But uh, yeah, I'm having a little bit of a trip up. Ski, gonna throw that on there. Uh, but welcome everybody. I hope you guys are doing well. Hope your weekends went well. Uh, our weekends were good, filled with a lot of excitement. As far as uh, our Super Bowl box pool is almost full. I believe there's like six or maybe seven boxes left. If that, um, there is a uh, hiccup with the Venmo because they're not used to having and carrying all this money. Uh, so we're we're waiting on our Venmo to get back into order. And then, uh, you know, we'll get that going. Uh, but, yes, a few boxes left. Hit us up right now uh, or at least after the show to claim the, the remaining boxes. The, 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 the post itself has its last um, updated, last updated, updated there's, there's photo. There's six left. Six left. Okay. Well, it's Sturge, by the way. And it's Gooch, by the way. And it's, of course, of course, Dina Simpson producing the show. Ashmir Fit also in the building uh, as she is uh, working remote once again. So, uh, lots to get into, obviously. Uh, it was a crazy, crazy cool weekend for, for all parties involved. I mean, you did stuff. I did stuff. Uh, I'm just getting my voice back from Saturday night. And it's not even fully back yet. Um, I feel like uh, Saturday night kicked ass, as I thought it would. Uh, we had a Wrestle Pro event in Rawway, New Jersey. Had a lot of lot of fun there on the call with Josh Chernoff of Fight TV. We got broadcasted on pay per view. A lot of buys. The crowd was astronomically big. The biggest crowd I've seen in the Rawway Rec Center in a very very long time. And I thought that we're gonna. I was gonna ask you your opinion of not you know not that you know we can make any decisions on based on what Wrestle Pro should do, but like we offered this pay per view. I, I mean, we offered this show on pay per view. It was a it was a sunny um, sunny not sunny icy I keep hearing things is it my computer oh it's, no, no, no. oh it's his okay no it's all good um it was uh what you call was I saying oh yeah sunny, it was icy, icy. Uh, it was icy out uh, some people couldn't make the trip I'm, I'm looking sorry. at Dina anyway Dina said she was coming to the show she did not show up to the show she couldn't get out of her town I guess I'm the a ice, bad friend the ice uh, the ice was crappy so I figured we offered it on pay per view. That means like nobody's gonna show up, right? Was that a bad move on our part? Like, well, you said it was the biggest crowd. Well, that's what I'm saying. So like, I guess it going in, out. going in. Do you think that's like a bad move? Like, oh man, if I had the option to sit home and watch this instead of going out in the ice storm or whatever the hell happened in well, Jersey? No, I don't think it's a bad option or a bad move because there's a chance that it's gonna fill up anyway, which it did, and yeah. then there's extra revenue on the pay per view yeah, end. So no, yeah, that's everybody a, that's, wins. If you could go pay per view and make money doing it. That's the guarantee. You go with the guarantee. Speaking of Fight TV, there's potential works uh, with, you know, our Chop Heads Combat Sports uh, podcast doing a little video and being aired on Fight TV. So we'll talk about that as we get going. Um, a new fitted. Uh, I know that doesn't matter to anybody but me, but 24 years running that I've bought a new Yankees fitted each and every year. Uh, inflation is real. I paid $45 for a Yankee fitted. There's nothing to this fitted outside of it being the regular, normal, standard Yankees yeah, fitted. Like, and up. it was like super duper colored or patches everywhere. I can understand a price I increase. Think I've, I think I've moved on past the fitted phase with the Yankee hats because I'm not spending $45 on a Yankee hat. It's just, I it's go just through like, like two or three a year. <laughs> So there's no. Well, reason. that's what I'm I saying. I go through at least one a year. The one I just got rid of, you know, if that went through a softball season, that went through. You know, I've been wearing that hat for a, a while, and I just feel like it's been through the ringer. Uh, so I had to get a new one. But forty five dollars is not 
not not not a, a logical price to pay for a uh, a fitted hat. Um, also tried something new last night, Gooch. Um, something maybe you can attest to. I, I tried CBD gummies for the no, first I, time. I like the THC gummies. What is that now? What, am I behind that, the ball again? They're the ones that actually get you high. Oh yeah. See, so. I don't. See, I wasn't about the high thing, but I was told sources have said that my snoring shook the house, meaning I was dead asleep in like 20 minutes. And I was trying to watch this documentary, which, by the way, was very interesting. And I was finally filled in this morning on the conclusion of it. I can definitely go watch it again if I want to. What was it? Tinder something on Netflix? Tinder man? No, Tinder Tinder swindle or something. Tinder swindle. Boy, that was like Firefest all over again, where this guy like boosted himself up as this entrepreneur millionaire and he's swooing all these women and stuff to go, like meet up with him and, and, and pay him money but he's like oh but i'm a trillionaire but oh if you could just wire me this this would be great like 20 broads at the same time i said broads, broads for no reason whatsoever broads. 20 girls at the same time i feel like jimmy palumbo on that one remember that time i think it was like episode two he's like broads and he's like oh maybe i should have said that uh, but anyway uh yeah so that that by the way Amazing. I'll probably finish it just to see the end. I now know the end. Spoiler alert. Um, but the CBD gummies, exponentially good. They come from the feelgoodfactory.com. Those guys were at WrestlePro along with, uh, I got to say, Dude's Gourmet, which, by the way, I'm not a seasoning guy like because I don't necessarily eat like meats or anything like that. But like they gave me a bunch of uh, seasonings and rubs and stuff like that similar to like a sunflower meadow seasoning who was our friends once upon a time but this stuff is for like meal prep and and all this stuff and then they gave me like this yogurt this greek yogurt all of this stuff is like sodium free all this other stuff you eat greek yogurt i do i do, do? that stuff it's a little the texture is a little eh for me like i can't really get into Miss it me with the greek yogurt if it's like one of the the, ch- the children's squeezable yo plates the gogurt I'll, I'll eat the that i'll eat a gogurt i was I'll a, a, a yeah, gogurt guy but i'm not eating a greek Glue, I was absolutely a box of glue. I was absolutely Coca guy, but uh, I uh, yeah. So I those guys, they're targeting the athletes that are on the go a lot, meaning like pro wrestlers, MMA fighters, guys like that, where they so can't it's Greek, necessarily. It's Greek Gogurt. It's Greek Gogurt, yeah, but it's really good shit. Like it's really really good shit. And again, I consumed it on Sunday morning after a late late night, and it was really really uh, good stuff. But they're also gonna call us later about potentially sponsoring the Chopheads MMA podcast uh chop heads i'm sorry combat sports podcast um which we'll get into because well, the, when we when we refer to it just say the chop heads pod much easier yeah i think right? it is easier just i mean people chop, know what chop it is pod. in fact you know what's funny um you know how, like do you ever get to talk to somebody that's like you didn't think listen to the podcast but they like hey man i listened to your podcast like yeah, that, that happens from time bro i saw i happened upon our flyers at a random location for the first time so whoever's on our street team shout out i think i know who it is but i don't want it always it's not always and it is probably <laughs> joey d you know because right. he's, he's like an he's, assault he's, he's, like a, he's that guy where he's like bro i replenish them he's like it's not only that that they're there he's like i keep having to put more so people are taking them so oh, we word. have to get on top of that all right cool, awesome. cool cool a little more marketing but definitely shit, joey d i know he's a listener yeah man uh so between that and i was saying what was i i was alluding to something about being oh, Greek well, yogurt no no, no it was he some, got to the uh chop pod oh the chop, chop pod, pod. Oh, the the whole like you know somebody not uh, those CBD guys unexpe- right they're really working huh? lingering Woo. effects. Um, no, but uh, that's funny because I walked out of the house twice today, r- forgetting something. Had to go back into the house, and I was like, 
man, like the sleep was great, but am I screwing this Monday up or is it just because it's the Mondays, you know, and somebody has a case of the moon days. Uh, Rob, you're the man. You tell everybody to watch us. I really, we really appreciate that as well. Good morning to the chat, by the way. Kyle's in there. Mark's in there. Cousin Vinny in the building. Rob's in there. Um, you don't mention Scoop? I didn't see Scoop. He was first. Oh, Scoop. Oh, Scoop was first, Ash. You feeling that? I don't know. She's mm. she's giving us a, she's shooting us a look over here no, saying, hold on. She'll never, she'll never be first again because she was like, where's my free merch? And he was like, yo, send your address over. <laughs> I'll talk to the upper management in Chop Sports, see if we can figure something out, maybe get you a gift card or something like that because you don't have enough shit. Uh, so anyway, uh, I did want to touch on the UFC real quick because, Dina, you placed your bets. Dina is the UFC extraordinaire over at the Sauce Network, but she's putting free picks out. How'd you do over the weekend? I did all right. It wasn't my best weekend, but it wasn't my worst. Um, you did hit on a, a big one in the beginning, right? I did. My straight picks went seven and five. The first one was a plus, plus money. 245 underdog. Units? Yes, units. Uh, props went one and two. My VIP props went one and one. So it was solid. Okay, solid, solid. Can't be perfect, but now we have another big UFC card coming up finally. Another one, pay-per-view style, which, by the way, if you want to pay the $75, good luck. If not, stream it and get in trouble. Um, or, or at least attempt to get in trouble. And you're really going against the grain there. And I hope Joe Rogan's on the call. Uh, we're not going to talk about Joe Rogan today, are we? No, we're not. Uh, shout out to Joe Rogan. Hopefully he gets through this tough, tough time because I know he's hurting on the in the pocket. You know what I mean? Like this is, I know he's definitely hurting deep down inside because of everything that's going on with him yeah, right now. There's some craziness happening. Miss me with all but, of that. But anyway. We'll see how it all plays out. I have a feeling that at the end of the day, Rogan is going to be the guy that gets axed. By Spotify, really? Yeah, it's going to be a big payout. And guess what? Apple's going to swoop right well, in there and say, will. "Like, I don't know that Apple we'll will, but someone definitely will." There's too much content to be consumed by Rogan. But we'll you ever actually listen? I mean, obviously you listen to Joe Rogan podcast, but like it's like four hours long each episode, and there's like fifty uh, advertisements in the beginning, like. Jesus Christ, like the guy has got so many sponsors out the ass. Joe, share the wealth, bro. Since you're going to be canceled and everything like that, tell everybody to come on over to Chop Sports. We'll take them. Yeah. Uh, you, Gooch, I talked about my weekend for about 40 minutes. You got to witness yeah, the, the rush to, that I was. I went to the rack, or otherwise known as the Jersey Mike's Arena, and watched <laughs> Rutgers Wrestling. Look, man, Rutgers Wrestling, the early weights, the, the, the first few guys that went out there, they wrestled real good. There was – had Ohio State up against the, up against the ropes – Two guys were out for Ohio State. Romero, who was the guy that Paz was supposed to wrestle, he didn't, he didn't even weigh in. So Paz didn't even wrestle the guy that was ranked sixth. But the guy that replaced him is also a national qualifier from last year at that weight. So when we're talking about Ohio State, it's the same with Alabama football. Next man up, they're they're equally as good, if they're not all better in some cases. Yeah. Um, but Rutgers dropped a tough one, man. Um, they had it in the bag pa going into the last three matches. All Rutgers really had to do was win one match and then – the pause match, we were we were favored. We should have definitely won. You know, Paz had a, a, a tough situation. Low at score, the end of the he match. Said. He lost four three. Paz was up three one with with thirty seconds to go. He was on top. The guy reversed him, and at the last minute, there was like a scramble. Paz locked his hands. Didn't even know that he locked his hands, or he probably knew. You can't do this. You correct? can't lock your hands okay. around somebody's waist. So what ended up happening was they gave the other kid a penalty point on the reversal. So Paz oh lost on a penalty point God. for locking his hands with 20 oh. seconds to go in the match. And I don't even Brutal. believe after the – they blew the whistle on a stalemate. After that, they restarted. And I think Paz didn't even realize that it was 4-3 uh, because the, the scoreboard still said 3-3. Three, three. So he's thinking, like, okay, extra time, first takedown wins. But, you know, the coach is yelling, like, Paz, you're down a point, you're down a point. Ended up, he ran out you of time. You say stale, uh, stalemate? Stalemate. What is so that? 
Basically, if there's two things, there's stalling is if you're just not pushing any action, you know, you get penalized for that or just stood up. I think you get warned. And then, and then the second one is a penalty. I'm not positive on the rules there, but stalemate is basically when you're stuck in a position for about 10, 15 seconds and neither guy is able to to gain any control or advanced. And then they just, it's basically like standing it up in MMA. Okay. Essentially. Okay. I was just curious. Yeah. Tough one. I'm learning as I go. Bolsack lost. Uh, right after Paz did in extra time. So if Bolsack wins or Paz wins, we take out Ohio State for the mm. first time ever. It didn't go our way. But look, Rutgers wrestling on the come up. Uh, the the tournament starts soon. There's only three or four dual meets left. Dual meet season in college wrestling is it's not that important. It's good for seedings and the tournaments. But when it comes down to it, we'll see what goes down in the Big Ten tournament. We'll Got have it. a chance to see all these guys again. Got it. I will say this, though. The freshman for Rutgers, and I'm, I'm pissed off that I – Missing the name right now, but he upset the number four kid in the country from Ohio State. Had no business really? in that match. Yes. Yeah, so what weight class? Right before pause. I think it was 160 or uh, 170. No, two before pause, 164. Wow. All right. Good shit. Good shit. We'll give him his credit, you know, when we probably clip this up and post about it. But uh, congratulations. Listen. Rutgers is on their way. We we know this. You know what I mean? Like, the wrestling team is something to not be messed around with right now. They're on the come up, and tournament season is right around the corner. So, let's rock and roll. Yeah. Uh, Rob and is asking when the, the next the match The next is. one is, I think, tomorrow. At the know, rack? Or Thursday. At yeah, the rack? They're all, they're, all the rest of the matches are home. I think I'm going to try to go to the next, the second to next. Like, not the next one, but the next one. Because I definitely want to get there. Yeah. And I want to see the vibe. And There's, how I was think, the energy in the Maryland building? Is, like, it was great, man. Yeah. I mean, to be honest. You had great seats, at, according to that picture. Yeah, I had really good seats. According to, I mean, up until the last three matches, the energy was crazy. And then when Paz lost, it took some some um, wind out of the building. Wind out of the sails, we'll call it. But mm-hmm. look, man, got to battle back. It's a tough season. And listen, if anybody's going to. And training with injuries. And I'm not talking. Right four pause but you know he's yeah no if anybody's gonna right battle now. back it's him and it's Rutgers wrestling so yesterday um there was a football game played apparently <laughs> apparently the world is a buzz about the NFL Pro Bowl now <laughs> this thing is completely broken okay uh, when I say broken I mean like it's unwatchable okay they're not trying they're not hitting they're not doing anything um you know a lot of people are like, well, you know, it's for the player. We get that. Yeah, I get that. Like, I'm kind of one player. of those people. Fine. But I'm saying, like, we got to change it. So let's fix it, Gooch. How are we fixing the Pro Bowl? Because I, there's, I have some suggestions, and I know you do. I too. don't think that they should turn it into – I actually would like you to go first on this one. Okay. Because I, have, I, I know what you're going to say because we kind of talked in print. Yeah. And I saved my counters for the show because I think it will be good content. So let's go for okay. it. Okay. So here's, here's what I think. Um, countering – so what Gooch is going to say, I think he's going to change up the game a little bit. I am playing the game as is. All right, I am. I am sticking to my guns. This should be a football game, full contact, everything. Right. I understand that uh, a lot of these guys are worried about injury. I, I understand a lot of guys are worried about their brand. It's that's where we're at in 2022. That's where we're at. There is no incentive. Apparently, there's an eighty thousand dollar purse to win, a forty thousand dollar purse to lose. So regardless. If you lose in the Pro Bowl, you are making the average American salary in one day's work, okay? $40,000 in one day's work. So that's great. But obviously, it's not motivating enough for these guys to try because there was times where I know the AFC won, but I saw Miles Garrett get off the ball a couple times where he was just like, no, stop, get off of me. Uh, Like there was nothing to it, no juice. But then when he got a pick off a deflection, that boy took it to the house. You knew he wanted to score because apparently – uh, you know, every time you score a touchdown in the Pro Bowl, you get to donate a certain amount of money to your charity of choice. Great, great. 
I want the game more competitive. If you're going to make us sit here, nobody's making you sit there and watch anything, but if you're craving football like this, this is how you fix it. This year is the longest NFL season. They've said it because they've, they've hammered that over your head for months because, yes, there's an 18th week, there's a 17th game, there's a extended this, extended that. This is how you fix the Pro Bowl. The incentive is if you win the Pro Bowl, if your AFC or NFC team wins the Pro Bowl, your conference gets the extra home game the following season. So, for instance, this year, the AFC got the extra home game. Next year, the NFC is getting the extra home game. They can actually fix Was this. Was that across the board? AFC and NFC all got the extra home yes, game? Yes, that's how they fixed it logistic-wise, right? So, it all made sense. Dallas went to New England. Uh, I know that for off the top of my head. I don't know where your crossover. Kansas City. You went to Kansas City. So, therefore, the AFC hosted those games. Next year, the NFC is already slated to do that, so keep it the way it is. But next year's Pro Bowl, the winner get the extra home game. That's a big incentive to stay home for a week rather than travel, right? Nobody likes to travel. Well, I think that's how you fix it right off know, the rip. Just just for the reason you're saying I don't I don't think it'll work because a lot of guys aren't even in their uh, going to be in the same conference next year. So why am I going to show out for the AFC and then potentially sign with an NFC team and then have to play on the road? Sure, I guess um yeah, you just ruined everything, but yeah, um, <laughs> you, you ruined then, my plan. But and then sure. you know, like to play full contact at this point with the the like you got guys in college that are opting out of out of bowl games that actually matter, and you expect an NFL player to go care about where what his if, team may or may not play. In what if they bit. turn it into like a futures game where it's like the under the radar rookies to play? Have, then, but then have a futures game, but also don't make it important. <laughs> don't make anything important. <laughs> you understand? I what just I'm feel like at? incentive would be the thing. Like, look, we're talking about injuries, right, in the Pro Bowl and, and guys getting hurt and costing themselves big money down the line. What happens if a guy gets hurt in the Pro Bowl and he's potentially a cap casualty going into the next season? Now he's not potentially a cap casualty. He is definitely a cap casualty. You saw the Drew Brees situation where he destroyed his elbow when he was playing for the Chargers still. He ends up almost signing a deal with the Dolphins, doesn't because he couldn't pass a physical or whatever you want to say the case was. They go with Dante Culpepper. The rest is history. Drew Brees goes to New Orleans. It changes the scope of the game when it comes to those things. You could every once in a while you'll have one guy that cares, and then that Michael might Parsons yesterday, and that might kind Just of bleed into the rest of the guys. But at the end of the day, you really can't go out there full speed because even look at Mac Jones' t half touchdown run. Did you watch that play? That was, he was there's the MVP. No, there's nobody even going after him, and that's the reason. The reason being is because nobody wants to get hurt. <laughs> what they should do to fix the Pro Bowl, in my opinion, and. I'm stealing this opinion. I don't know who posted it, but I definitely saw this. Take posted. it as your own. And I, I would like to give credit to who it was. Don't do that. I'm sure they're a listener <laughs> or they're definitely in the group. But okay. just change it to a regular flag football game. It doesn't have to be seven on seven. It doesn't have to be competitive. But let everybody get to play. Have the big linemen running out for passes. Would you, wouldn't you like to see Aaron Donald covering uh, you know, the center that he normally goes against in a season? And mm. in a situation like that with... Kirk Cousins throwing the ball because all the good quarterbacks opt out anyway. Um, <laughs> Cousins out there. Kyle made them. a point in the chat as well where it's like, you know, you're you're trying to incentivize these guys eighty thousand dollars to win. Really, it's just forty grand because you're getting forty grand to show. But how much is risking? How much are you risking if you do get hurt? You're you're saving your big payday. Then all right, then you know what, dude? Honestly, then you you got to nix the whole thing. You got to nix the whole thing. Announce it as if you're a Pro Bowler. And don't have a game. They did well, that in well, 2020 with the, the, the pandemic. Think, I don't think they need a game. That's what I, I'm saying. Like, Mix it. Just do it. a little bit more of what you did. Let the guys have fun. It is for the players to go enjoy a weekend. And I have another thing that we could fix about the Pro Bowl. 
put it back in Hawaii. There's no reason why we need to have two things happening. One, it was like 38 degrees. The only guy that didn't feel it was Parsons the other night <laughs> who took off his shirt running around like a lunatic. Ripped. Right? But also, not to go ahead a little bit, but we're going to get into the Alvin Kamara situation. Mm. Why are you having this Pro Bowl in Vegas? You have probably one of the major issues facing the NFL right now is off-the-field issues and putting players in certain cities like Vegas. And and it's just like a bad it's a bad mix for a but lot of people. Imagine being in Vegas for the Pro Bowl. You will definitely run into somebody at the craps table. Well, you're running into people... <laughs> And you're running into but you're fists. All, you're we'll also, all the NFL players that are there, they have a lot of money, right? Mm -hmm. And they have no real responsibility other than just showing up to the Pro Bowl. And they were all bang, banged up the night before anyway, as you could see by the display that they put on in the game. But then you have guys like Alvin Kamara who go out there and get arrested. Now, we don't know the details. You could bring up that graphic if you okay. like, right? Yeah, it's time. <laughs> I think it's perfect. Our boy Kamara uh, getting a little bit of trouble, arrested for... Uh, they're calling it bodily harm, battery, battery type stuff. So it's obviously a big deal. Now, speaking of big deal, I, I talked to Craig Karsh, the resident Saints fan of Chop Sports. I talked to him, and he thinks that he just was defending himself. Like, how the hell he knows? I have no idea. But there's nothing in the report of saying, like, self-defense or anything like that. He yoked somebody up, man, and he put him in, in, a, in a, not a body bag, but at least a hospital probably. But, like, you're right. You put yourself in a position to do this sort of thing. And I'm not saying that they're all gangbangers, but I'm saying, like, you got to be careful. I'm not saying any of them are. But I'm just look, saying you got to be careful. I, I'm not either. But if I was at a bar... But if somebody, I'm drinking a bunch of booze and know, I there's see... A, there's a potential for things to happen at And all I see time. Mike McCarthy drinking out there. I'm going to want to fight him. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like... That's what I'm saying. Like, you got to you gotta be careful. You have to have the right headspace. Like, some of these guys are not... You know, they've been... Look, I don't know. I to me, Alvin Kamara, him, Alvin Kamara has been pretty much a model citizen as far as I see it I mean, in yeah, his sure. NFL career. I haven't seen any issues. Maybe there's something that someone could dig up. Maybe a, a scoop will find out right now and let us know. But <laughs> Kamara hasn't had off-the-field issues. You know, I need to see more. I'm not going to sit here and vilify the guy because he got into a fight. Sounds like to me, like, you know, the loser of the fight got to tell his side of the story. Because when you beat the shit out of somebody, you're not waiting for the cops. You get out of there, Right. Who knows how it started? Who knows? Maybe the guy maybe the guy liked Alvin Kamara's chain, and Kamara beat the shit out of him and said, that's mine. You know? Like, the, things happen all the time. These guys are targets. Mm. They got a lot of money that they're wearing. I don't know. I need to see more. I, I, it's not even that you It wasn't a girl, more, right? He didn't beat up a girl? It wasn't a girl, no. Well... You know, because then, then you could that be like, been a little bit more extreme in the in the in the news. No, so that's my point. Like, what him and he got into a fight with a guy at a bar. Maybe he's dead wrong. I've but maybe he's dead right. Maybe he's dead right. So is I think there, we need is to, there ever a dead right moment in a fight in a no, bar? No, no. So he's not dead well, right. Yes, I mean, yes, there is. What if somebody hits you first? If yeah. You're, yeah, like you're you're with your girl or something, and then it's like you have no choice. Yeah, you have to defend yourself. Of course, there's dead right. Yeah, uh, Kyle coming in just sounds like a bar fight. And Rob Bohannon coming in. How is it? Uh, how wait? How was did he make strip club <laughs> that fast? Beat the dude at five p.m. West Coast time yesterday. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, the timeline is is also Fish. questionable. Um, but look, Kamara's in trouble um, with the league because I'm here to tell you that Alvin Kamara should get no less than six game suspension okay this goes back to the zeke thing no charges no case no court no nothing goodell said screw you dallas screw you zeke you're getting six games so this guy puts his hand on somebody else beats him to a pulp you better get something oh so Vinny's coming in saying it was it was actually saturday night that it took place so he beat him up and then went and played 
I don't even know if he played because I didn't watch it, but I'm pretty sure that was he even a Pro Bowl? Yeah, I don't <laughs> know. Should we even well, should why, we check that? Why? Why? I, mean, why was I would he imagine there? he was in the Pro Bowl because the picture that I used for the thumbnail was him in a Pro Bowl jersey. I mean, he's been a Pro Bowl from before. eleven hours ago that the picture was posted. So unless they used an old Pro Bowl photo, uh-huh. and I didn't do my research. I can't, listen, I, there was certain things at the Pro Bowl that I did dig. Uh, and speaking of dig, was the dig stuff. I don't know if you watched that or saw highlights of that, but Trayvon was guarding Stefan. Um, that was a matchup that Bills and Cowboys fans wanted for the Super Bowl, right? But, of course, they play the game before. Um, but there, And they also switched. So Trayvon went and played receiver. Stefan played corner. It's that kind of we stuff. Got, we got Dave on one hand and wants him to take it serious. And the minute the Trayvon no, Diggs no, no, no. and Stefan Diggs You didn't even let me finish my point. Incest that, love. Make uh, incest love in the Pro Bowl. Incest love in the Pro Bowl. Like, he is just mm. off on his uh, – look – all I'm saying, and by the way, your coach, the hottest coach in the league, by the way, was on the sidelines, and he seemed like he was into it, okay? So where's your shirt? <laughs> you wearing your shirt today, by the way? No. You're your hottest coach in the league I got shirt? My, it's collared, collared shirt Monday. <sighs> Dave, talk about how Stefan is better than his brother. I'm not going to do that because that's not true. Uh, a lot of interference in the end zone, no call. Um, but again, those are the parts of the Pro Bowl that you're like, okay, that's cool. But if that's going to be the thing where people are joking around and stuff like that, then, then don't make them – there's no contact. None. Zero. Because there was, there was plays being blown dead when you touched them. How else would you have touch a guy them. like Jeff Saturday come into the Pro Bowl and, and switch teams? Whoa, like, whoa, that was so like, cool. Whoa, whoa. You switch teams for a second, and then you would never be able to have that with your way of, like, the conference gets the home game. You know, myself and Gooch are both getting a little older. One of the first things to go is your vision. Thank goodness for our hookup over at Absolute Eyewear in Woodbridge, New Jersey, right on Main Street next to the train station. They have glasses for all ages, all budgets. They have safety glasses, sports glasses. They are a full-service powerhouse offering eye exams and even free lenses for the kids. They work with BCBS, AAA, AARP, giving massive discounts. They're open five days a week, closed on Wednesdays and Sundays. Call 732-326-3937 to get your first pair of Ray-Ban, Burberry, Coach, Polo, you name it. They got it. Go see Craig and Johnine right now. That's the only reason why I'm saying that is that that would legitimize the Pro Bowl. That would legitimize the competition. No, you would see guys still not give a shit, and they'd be like, eh, there's a very small chance that this oh, is going to matter. <laughs> First of all, Scoop, Zeke didn't punch his girlfriend. So there you go. So and, man, and, also, and, and, and of course, Dina brings up the comment. And like, also, <laughs> let's, let's just run this back, it. because I'm going to say what I always say whenever you bring up the Zeke situation and being suspended, that the NFL got it wrong with Zeke. And just because they got it wrong with Zeke doesn't mean that they need to keep getting it wrong with everybody else. They messed up. Hopefully, they see, they see the error of their ways in this case. And you didn't see Deshaun Watson get suspended. You're not going to see Kamara get suspended just yet. To no, give you to give you an idea of how hard Parsons played, and I know Rob was coming in saying Parsons played hard. To give you an idea, during the kneel downs, Parsons tried to swipe the ball away from the center. Like in the snap process, he tried to snipe the, swipe the ball away to get the ball back for the NFC. He was trying. Seems like the Cowboys were trying. Seems like it's it's a little too late for that, Dallas. <laughs> let's let's. We should have tried a couple weeks ago. How about that? We could have did that, and then we could have been playing in the game next week. Oh, uh, my God. But, yes, fixing the Pro Bowl is definitely something they're going to have to adjust and address or do something. Did you see that? Well, you didn't watch the game, so they tried the assuming possession rule. So whether the team scored AFC or NFC, doesn't matter. Touchdown, right? Instead of a kickoff. They tried a fourth and 15 from the 25. You can get the possession back instead of kicking the ball to the other team. Figure that one out. Like, keep the ball. No. Like, what, what was that? What was that? Uh, 
Winners stay on. Yeah, the winners stay on is the phrase when you win a basketball game and they stay on the court. If you scored, you got to go on your own 25 and try to convert a 4th and 15 play. And if you got it, it sounds, which was it never... Sounds like the NFL is trying to put their foot in the door on some crazy new rule changes right they now. Are. They, they are. That's exactly what they said on the broadcast. Which, by the way, you could have solved this entire Pro Bowl by putting me into a Manning cast situation. They could have called the Pro Bowl. That would have been high-quality television if you like the Manning cast, that is. Some people have never watched it, Gooch, or at least never seen anything more than just so highlights. So you, you would have had me watch... Two corny ass dudes talk about some corny ass <laughs> game that nobody cares about, and that's going to be good. It would have been. It would have been television. good television. It would have been. I think. I think would have been a lot better television. But whatever. Um, so that's the Pro Bowl, and that's Kamara, and that's unfortunate for him. We'll see how that plays out. Uh, but speaking of Kamara, you know, Saints still don't have their guy. We'll get into that in a little bit. We'll get into the coaching vacancies that are still there. Uh, but let's start off with guys that got their guys. Starting with the Dolphins, who hired. Might be the coolest guy in the NFL now at this point. The Dolphins hire Mike McDaniel to be the next head coach. Um, first of all, with this decision, Dallas Cowboy fans also let out a breath of frustration because Kellen Moore was, in fact, a finalist in this coaching search, and now Kellen Moore's back in Dallas. So how do you feel about this exactly? Because I feel like you're like kind of on the fence. Kellen Moore yeah. coming back to Dallas? The way I feel is this. He clearly went on plenty of interviews, right? He clearly was a finalist here with Miami. But the rest of the teams that picked other people leads me to believe that as a Cowboys guy, that he's not ready. That he's not ready to be a head coach in the NFL. And now, if anything, you have to go out there and reprove your worth because the back end of the Cowboys season was shit offensively. They just couldn't get it going. Whether it be Dak Hurt or whatever the case, you want, whatever excuse you want to use, that's fine. But being that he was... He, that offense was piss poor. That hurt Kellen Moore and all, all these right, chances. So now I'm going to ask just like a, a plain question. Mm -hmm. Are you happy or are you upset that Kellen Moore is back? I'm a little upset because of the way the, the rest of the year played out. And 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 I talked to, I talked to Tony Catalina and Aiden Davis on the Blog and the Boys podcast network last night. We recorded the podcast. And I said that my biggest thing was that not the play calling in itself – but the usage of your weapons, the usage of your tools. So I, I, I compared it to going to work and like you got yourself a tool bag, right? And you're, you're going in, you're about to fix something. And somebody says, give me a screwdriver. Give me the best screwdriver you got. And I'm like, here you go. And I hand you a wrench. You know, it's like, wait, no, this isn't right. Oh, here's a hammer. You know, no, no, I asked you for a screwdriver. Meaning what I'm saying is in that comparison, they had Tony Pollard. They had CeeDee Lamb. They have Amari Cooper. None of these guys were targeted or used the right way in a playoff game. That's what scares me about your offensive coordinator. So now that he's back, he's got a big prove-it deal. But to the main story here, McDaniel. Um, I followed this guy very loosely. I didn't even hear of him until the Mike Jones interview where yeah, he said, who? who? You know, Mike and then, Jones. And he was the cool. I was like, wow, dude, I hope this guy gets I hired hope, everywhere. Is, is uh, weed legal in Florida? I think it's like legal it. in 50 states at this point, no? No, I think it's 37, actually. But it's, Wow, I'm who not the hell's sure behind the ball Florida, there? Uh, maybe Florida. <laughs> Honestly, but if it's they didn't not, think there's a pandemic, if it's I think not legal, he's going to have to get his Kuma card. He's going to have to get that medical card because this dude seems like he smokes a lot, <laughs> a lot. And you can, I was going to actually make two graphics and make one of this picture blown up because you could see he's stoned. There's no doubt about it. I mean, look at that. Look at that picture of this guy. This guy is a G and I think that he's going to be a good voice, uh, which also, I mean, did you see that the NFL is trying to pass this off as like a person of color hire? What now? Wait, what's going on here? What is, what is happening? I looked at him multiple times. Um, there was a tweet that went out. I won't say who sent it, but it was a meme 
that compared, if you have ever seen the movie Benchwarmers, um, you know, they tried to get this guy to play on a, on a little league team. And he said, you know, I am 12. And he's like, well, he's got documentation. And literally it's just a picture and it says I am 12 in crayon. You know what I mean? So like this guy's identifying as multiracial. Is that, is that a thing? Now, when you say identifying, like, is that what he is? Or is he just identifying as that's that? what I'm saying? This world is so upside down. You don't even know um, how to even he seems like a dude. So I don't think he'd ever say I identify as anything. He's just like, Probably He's has like actually a, something. A, yeah, his father's probably black and his mom is white, or vice versa. And that's, or it could be that's anything. What it is, yeah, it could be any kind of race. But in that, if that's the case, Gooch, if that's the case, the 49ers getting two third round picks as compensation, part of the new rule. If you hire anybody of color, you get compensated. Wait, the 49ers or the Dolphins? No, the 49ers for letting him get picked off. Oh, they're oh, getting oh, compensation oh. for losing this guy because he's a person of color, apparently. Like, I, can't, I can't figure it out. Like, I'm not, I'm not going to go on, like, what's that stupid thing, the 23andMe or whatever, how you figure out your, your past. <laughs> like, I'm not going to go digging up that because I don't care enough. But, like, that's a thing. And this is yeah. a thing. I mean, it's strange, but he's still a cool dude. We'll see how, he, how it works out as a head coach. Ugh. He seems like a great coach because he seems like a cool dude, but I don't know. We'll see how it According to Kyle, he said, I identify as multiracial. That's what he said. So as dude as he is, you know, he okay. might have he said something kind of cringeworthy um he said <laughs> kyle said forget legalizing weed make sports betting available in all 50 states i wholeheartedly agree there at this point just do it um allegedly has a black father that being said i searched every service of the internet no photo proof of this so maybe he's just <laughs> look if these guys are starting to beat the system that way if this is his like his his good the departing gift to the 49ers saying hey guys i'm leaving but don't worry I'll get you guys two third-round picks as compensation for me leaving town. That would be utterly criminal. Crim third-round picks. If there were sevens, I'd say I don't give a shit. But this is now you get the third rounds over. Whoa, 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 wait. No, the 49ers got two more picks because they lost a multiracial coach. Are you kidding? You can't. Oh, boy. He better prove this shit. That's all I'm saying. Or were they even asking for proof with all the shit going down right now in the NFL? They even ask him for proof? You know, he's identifying. Like, I mean, what are we supposed to say to that? No, you're not. <laughs> yeah, he I, is. I guess, I guess. Why would he want to give his old team any extra? I mean, I guess he's boys with with Shane, right. But that's what I'm saying. He's boys. I can't with imagine that being office. the thing here. It's like you get your biggest moment of your life, and you're going to lie about what race you are. <laughs> Vinny's right. All of a sudden, next year there's going to be 30 ethnic coaches, and when yeah, we say well, ethnic, they're just going to say as, anything. As we get into that, I guess we could pull up the other two right now, right? The the other two coaching vacancies that are basically left in the NFL. Yeah, and that's only two teams left. And that would are be we well. There's three, the but one? we we kind of have word. Sources have said. Sources have said that the Vikings have their guy. They're just waiting for the Super Bowl to be over. Um, so, and that's another McDaniel. What's his name? What was the uh, Viking? Kevin O'Connell. O'Connell. Like with all these nulls, <laughs> McDaniel uh, O'Connell. I'm getting confused now. Like Irish names. Irish. All right. Um, but yeah, so two more vacancies left. Now there's a little bit of shit going on in both of these situations because of the Flores thing. And like Flores, this is stemming now. And of course you got to tread lightly when you talk about this kind of stuff. Cause you don't want to, you don't want to sound disingenuous or you don't want to sound like you're a jerk off and you're not like, you know, you're not tone deaf of what's going on right now. Obviously everybody knows Flores has a lawsuit against the NFL based off of the coaching searches and all this shit. Right. I went to my source, which is Craig Karsh, who's knee deep in saints media. He's always finding like, he's told me things that, happened before they happened. So he's obviously has some good followers on Twitter where he, you know, dives deep. There is four 
finalists right now for the New Orleans Saints. Eric Bieniemy, our boy Eric, who we've been talking about for two years now, at least we have, Gooch, of coaching searches of where this guy should go because he deserves a head coaching job. He's also from New Orleans, which I found out today. Hometown boy, home cooking. Aaron Glenn, former cornerback of the New York football Jets. I think he played for the Saints, too. No? He played everywhere. Aaron Glenn is a journeyman, um, and he is up for the uh, for the coaching job as well. Then there's Dennis Allen, their defensive coordinator, who has specifically figured out Dak Prescott. <laughs> so he's figured out a lot of uh, quarterbacks in the NFL. He's a great defensive coordinator. He's up for the job. And, of course, there's Brian Flores. Now, I told Craig, I said, there is no way at this point right now that Flores gets hired. I, I disagree. You, I don't know that do he's really, definitely. Like the Saints I, I are just going to go against the league? Because that's, that, that's what they were I doing. I wouldn't say there's no way. And I think in some ways that Flores getting hired would actually help the league. Stephen Harrison coming and saying Flores would be a good fit in, in New Orleans. And I yeah. think so, too. Now, now, to say that it would, I wholeheartedly it would go think so. them going against the league, I think what Flores getting hired by the Saints would do is like kind of prove that Flores' claims are, aren't true. He's like, no, you just got a job, dude. So how you, how could you even say that? Like, you've gotten two head coaching jobs in the NFL. Now, there's a lot of stuff that goes into the Dolphins thing of, as to why he left. That's another story altogether. Right. But out of the three, out of the four finalists for the Saints head coaching job, three of them are black. If they don't give it to a black guy, it's going to be a rough situation in New Orleans. They're almost and Houston. And Houston. Houston, we have a problem. Because now, as, as we're talking about this, and I don't mean to cut you off, but before you get into that conversation, people have been talking about Josh McCown for, for a couple weeks now. People are like, he's got no experience. How is this possible? He's about to get a job in the NFL as a head coach, right? All of a sudden, reports are saying Lovey Smith has jumped into the front-runner position. I also, Gee, I also, I wonder I also why hear, Lovey Smith has jumped into the conversation. But I also, I also hear Flores has jumped into that conversation. Come as on well. now. Well, maybe the NFL uh, owners are getting the memo. Good, good. If this has to be, listen, but this look, is good. Look, this but, is all good but, news. But I don't want to make it seem like here. Here's the, the the part that I have an issue with is to say I wonder why that itself is the reason why we're here to begin with. Right. By saying, I wonder why he's in this position. Well, that's discounting the fact that Lovey Smith deserves to be in that position. He clearly does, right? Lovey he's Smith the, he's out there, the first of all, phenomenal white beard. There, there's some phenomenal guys out beard. there that just that because like, he's, he's the front runner in this position. Well, how about this? Maybe Josh McCown never deserved to be in the position to begin with. I don't think so either. And Lovey Smith should have always been the front runner. And that's the way I look at that situation. Like, who did Josh McCown coach? What, what success has he had as an NFL head coach? None. Lovey Smith, he took the Bears to the Super Bowl. Grant, um, correct me if I'm wrong, right? Yeah. They lost, but he took the Bears to the Super Bowl. So Lovey Smith has had success in the league. Look, I still think it's Flores is going to get one of those two jobs. I really do. Now, I got I to ask. If Flores gets this job, does he drop the lawsuit? No. Does he lose automatically? No. How the frick does he win? He's gotten two head coaching jobs in three years. I don't know that he. I don't know that it's winnable. Where's the anyway, merit? Because I, I, don't, I, don't I don't like know. to use the word like, merit. There's, but there's going to be a lot. Of, there's going to be in litigation for a while, I think. But at the end of the day, I don't think that we know the facts and what he's suing isn't based on his potential uh, getting a future head coaching job. It's about past situations that have happened that he has supposed documentation, and it's really about changing the system. I think on his side more so than making the money. I don't know, man. I, yeah, I mean, Sam Grass was coming in saying he wasn't successful with the Bucks. That's true too. So, look, a lot of these coaches have had good times and bad. Don't get me wrong. Like, but the fact that he's all of a sudden the front runner out of nowhere 
because of what's going on, the temperature of the league is basically now saying they're putting their foot on the throat of some of these owners saying, you better do this. Don't you don't you mess this up again because we're going to have a whole shitstorm if you decide to hire an unexperienced, inexperienced, sorry, Josh McCown over a Lovey Smith or over an Eric Bieniemy or over a Brian Flores. Whoa. That's... That's where we're at now. I don't think that the league will will openly go out and say that, especially with all the way that email scandals have been going down. And ooh, ooh. Like, how are they going to even convey that message to anybody at this point? Um, scoops coming in. Here's here's something. So Kyler Murray removed all Cardinals association with his social media. Stopped following the Cardinals. Changed his profile picture back to Oklahoma. What is that? Um, I would imagine that. Is he just taking a stand against the league? I would say he's either taking maybe that, but why would he take a stand against his team and not the league itself? I would I would imagine that you'd come out and say something publicly. Usually when there's something cryptic going on <laughs> when it, with the organization, it's to send the message to the organization, not the league. Maybe he doesn't like the head coach. Maybe, I mean, boohoo Kyler at the end just didn't like how he was portrayed, and maybe there was some things said by the media, uh, to the media by his front office. I don't know. i got to look a little more into that, but... He's definitely not in a position with the way he played down the stretch to be, you know, removing himself from anything. Maybe they should remove him. I don't know. A lot of side hustle going on right now. Kyle's uh, talking bets tonight. I guess the Hornets play the uh, the Raptors here, and we have our Canadian representation taking the Raptors. <laughs> so, <laughs> anyway, uh, look, I, Rob Bohannon brings this up. Um, if no black guy gets hired, there's a problem. Uh, it's about to, a coach trying to win – uh, who players are going to want to play with, and no black, white, green, blue, can you win, can you coach? Now, I had a conversation with somebody over the weekend, Gooch. Now, I'm not, I don't know how to word this without sounding like a complete, not a complete fool, but some, something to that extent. White head coaches, right? They're, at, they're in the league, they're prominent. They're 31 teams deep, right? Mm-hmm. Do you think that coming out of college, a lot of these athletes that go to the NFL... They're athletes, man. Predominantly, if you look at the NFL, it's it's black. There's a lot of black players. I think it's 70% because they're athletic and they're amazing and skilled and doing their thing, right? Do you think that they're just not built for coaching? A lot of these guys go into coaching after their careers are done, right? But, like, some of them just stop playing and, and they just not associate with themselves. No, because... Is it, it, is it more like a... No, I'm, you know, I'm look, trying to look how many look how, look how many uh, assistant coaches are black. There's a lot. Yeah. A, it's not like there's like position a shortage coaches and stuff. There's yeah. not a shortage of position coaches in the league that are black. Yeah. There's a shortage of NFL head coaches in prominent positions or NFL really executives across the board. That's the problem. It's not necessarily so there is like coach. the desire to coach. And no, they, they, it's not fair to say that they aren't built like that. That's crazy to say actually. Not not you. I'm not saying you said it. I'm no, saying no, no, maybe no, you're just yeah. raising the question. Right. But yeah, I don't agree with that whatsoever. It's like the same. I just want. I want to know aspirations. There's like a lot of these old heads are out there, like your Bruce Arians of the world, and it's also considering aren't athletes. It's also situational. It's like to say to generally speak about you know black former black players not being built to to coach. No, it it, it's just not. It can't be the case. There's. It's been proven that they can coach. I I agree. I agree. I'm not saying. I'm just trying to figure this out. Yeah, no. It's like trying to to split the atom and like figure it out science. Like, why isn't this? Why aren't there just more dominant black head coaches out there? I'm just. I'm trying to um, wrap my head around opportunity. I guess. I I guess. Yeah. But I mean, like that. This is something. I guess we'll find out all these things as the next couple months unfold with the Flores situation. I expect an interesting offseason with that whole thing. Kyler and Jimmy G trade would be interesting. Well, there's a there's well, a, that's not going to happen. I mean, well, I mean, are you sure? <laughs> We've seen crazier things. Yes. Okay. So that that would change up the entire 
Arizona Cardinals offense and would change up. Well, the 49ers are looking for that guy because they already went with Trey Lance, and he's an athletic quarterback who can run. But the 49ers aren't looking to trade Jimmy G for a quarterback because they, want because they have Trey Lance. So, yeah. Why would they really, you know, that doesn't make sense. They picked Trey Lance third last year. They traded a lot to get him. Right? Yeah. They gave up a lot of picks. And Jimmy it's G true. is probably making more money than Kyler Murray right now. So you're going to trade that contract for another one. And a guy that, you know, hasn't had much success. Granted, he's had success early in, in seasons, but he can't hold up. I yeah. think that's what we're seeing. Yeah, we'll see in that. But, uh, I mean, it'll be interesting. This coaching search is is getting getting tight now. There's only two spots left, technically. You know, three are technically available, but two seem to be the uh, you know the 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 promising landing spots. The Texans have changed their tune. Um, would not be surprised if that move is made relatively quick. Um, the Saints might do a little bit more of an extensive process. Now they got to deal with a little bit, maybe more of a of an Alvin Kamara situation. That could be a thing that you're now going into. All right, that's your first. By the way, your first order of business, you got to take care of Alvin Kamara. I don't think that Kamara is going to be. I think you'll see him week one, no matter what. You know, the guy in the Chiefs. I think it was uh, was it Frank Clark that got caught shooting shooting his gun. He got caught with a gun. It was like a week before the season started, and he didn't get a single thing happened to him. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, we had a whole segment on that on the show. That's right. Uh, the NFC West, according to Vinny, the NFC West seems to be doing well. The Niners want to ship out Jimmy G. Kyler throwing a hissy fit. Russ wants out. Man, Stafford's about to win like three Super Bowls in a row. <laughs> He's going to at least win the West a couple times in a row. Uh, but it, it'll be interesting. It is Super Bowl week after all, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to get more into that. If you want to get into the Super Bowl pool, I mean, there's only six spots left. So hit us up on Facebook. Well, we do have the most updated picture. Um, but yeah, man, Super Bowl week, media week. We're going to get our hands hopefully on some guys that want to come on and talk shop as far as the rams and the bengals it's a very big week for the nfl media week radio row that's all back last year was kind of on hiatus because of covid this year covid's been forgotten about uh from the nfl completely (laughs) which by the way if you haven't noticed that you're living under a rock um but yeah but tomorrow tomorrow we want to get a little bit more knee deep in some baseball free agency yeah, talks because there's been that something that the happened. Yankees are in on the Freddie Freeman sweepstakes, which I don't know when they're going to start, but right. saw a lot of bullshit about uh, typical Yankee fan, typical big market team going after a, a position of that we don't typically need. We don't really need first base because we could get a guy to go over there. We don't, you know, we don't need to you spend need that Freddie money. Freeman? Here's my point. We need a lefty bat, and that's what's more concerning to me. I need that lefty bat. I would take Rizzo back, but I'll take Freeman over him. I just don't know that the price tag is going to add up. Good thing it's not my money. I really don't care. Freddie Freeman, come on down, baby. <laughs> right? But really, Freddie Freeman can't pitch, so I, I would imagine that's still going to be an issue for the Yankees, and that's where I'd like to see them spend some money, but that's really, I just have a hard time giving out big, huge contracts to pitchers right now. You made, it doesn't uh, work out. You made an absolutely crazy point the other day. Not crazy point, but... um. What was yo? When is the sauce returning to the show and give out his bets? Am I being blackballed by your new producer? No, uh, sauce. You were you were well invited last week, and you decided I got the sniffles and I don't feel good. I can't come. I can't make it. Well, you're welcome to come so, anytime, bro. So anytime. Kyle, we're There's gonna a have door that, right there, and it's gonna, open for the sauce. We're gonna have that meeting on Tuesday. So yes. tomorrow. So tomorrow, we'll either jump let's, on let's Zoom or you want to come by. We're gonna figure out how we'll work out Friday. Yes, but we do want to dive in. Before we go, I wanted to dive into your crazy point that let's just say it's not going to happen this way but let's just say tomorrow the union and the players reps and everybody comes together and they're like you know what this is what we're going to do bink 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 we're back right 
how many guys have no home to go to? Yeah. There's a lot. There's so a lot. we're going to dive into it tomorrow. We're going to rank I also, our free I also agents. think that there's been a lot of backdoor deals that, have, that have happened. And you're going to see a flood of trades and like winter meetings took place. All these things happen. They just can't release anything yet. But at the end of the day, we haven't heard any rumblings. And I know that it's hard to keep certain things like that under wraps. Mm. Guys talk and people have sources. So we haven't heard anything. So maybe they really are sticking to it, and they're not actually doing these backdoor deals like I thought they should be. Um, <laughs> Vinny coming in. Oh, you mean we can't roll out nine righties out there every day? <laughs> no, it's not going to work. <laughs> Is that not the system? Oh, man. It's, it's, it's been too and long. And Jordan Montgomery will be able to pitch like once every six Jay weeks, Mont. and then he'll be hurt again. So we'll get a lefty once in a while. But, yeah, we need some, we need some help with the rotation. Look, baseball season will be here sooner than later, regardless Hopefully. of how long the lockout They are takes. bringing in a, a not a an arbitrator, a, an arbitrator, a litigator, whatever. Litigator. Uh, mediator. 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 That's what they're, yeah, that's the word we're going I want to know where, where was this guy two months ago? They well, because they had a, they, this is like your last resort. Like, if you think you guys can just hammer out a deal, then do it. But if you can't, we need somebody to at least say, okay, what you're saying is complete garbage, and what you're saying is complete garbage. Here's the garbage no, point in the middle. No, the garbage point is that the lockout started a month and a half ago. Right, and they've only met twice in that month and a half, and now I, we're in the final listen, hour, I'm and the they one. haven't. They have only met three or four times now. That's that's unacceptable to me. The mediator should have been there to the, to the fans. Yes, I mean to anybody. The players got they money don't care. out there. They, they yes, they do. The they, commissioner sure shit don't. I mean, Major League Baseball cares as well. It's just that Major League Baseball is willing to play the long game the way. You know, the Chinese government plays the long game. Yikes. Major League Baseball is trying to win. <laughs> For the next hundred years against the players, they're not necessarily trying to win this agreement. They want to, They're setting themselves up for the future. The players are in a little bit different scenario because they have a shelf life on their career, so they they have no leverage in that in that sense. Like the players have to get back to baseball, otherwise they lose valuable money, they lose their contracts, they lose their prime. Right. The owners in three years, this strike is going to be over with. The the. I mean, the new agreement is going to yeah. be a ten year agreement or something like that. You would assume. Yeah, but that's usually what they do. But. You understand what I'm saying? Like they should have had this mediator back way back when to get this stuff fixed because Matt Ibanez baseball season should be started next week. Coming in, host of uh, Till Mets do us part. Mediation is bullshit. Uh, it only helps the MLB wanted to negotiate, which they don't. So MLB is trying not to budge. The players are like, we're willing to, but not. Nah. And like, who's the who's the person re releasing? Which side is being like, you know what? Let's put out news that we're getting media. Like it all, it's all bullshit. It's all fluff when it comes to the media and what you hear about what's happening here because right. there's an agenda and that's to support the owners and the league. Yeah. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, if you're watching this video, please do us a favor. Like the video. Also subscribe. I didn't say that enough today. I actually kind of forgot about it. Maybe because I'm not reminded in the chat. And I'm looking right at Ashmere Fit for not being on board with that. I need somebody to hammer Don <laughs> the likes. And here she comes now. She's going to probably get in the chat right now as we're closing. Uh, but listen, like the video, support Chop Sports. We're going to get, <laughs> she literally comments from, from four feet from me. Um, but anyway, <laughs> like it. Yes, like the video, please. You're helping out Chop Sports by doing so. Also, if you want to be a Patreon member, which by the way, I was, tell <laughs> I was talking to my dad yesterday and he... Um, Gooch will find this funny. I said, uh, hey, uh, you know, I told him about the desk and how my uncle's building it and blah, 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 blah. I was like, you got to see the studio. We did a lot of things. Come on back down. He goes, well, I'm a $10 dynasty member. I can come to the studio whenever I want. <laughs> I was like, this is true. You do get the perks. And my, and my stepmom was like, yeah, you know, your father's the type of guy that when he's paying for something, he's going to get the perks, whether you like it or not. He goes, where's my gift card? <laughs> 
<laughs> Dad, just tell me. We'll get you the I'm gift. I'm pretty card. sure there is one made for him. He though. wants a hat. He wants a Chop Sports hat. So I said, I was like, just get just get on board. Chopsports.shop if you want to support the brand and wear the brand. Shout out to whoever the street team is, more than likely Joey D, who is dropping off our flyers. I got stopped a few times about the Paz shirt yesterday. Okay. Okay. The Paz shirt. I did write down a um a, a pro, an idea. Uh, for his newest shirt. I wrote okay. it down while we were talking about it because bing, light bulb went off, and I said this could be cool. Uh, but if you want to be a Patreon member and support Chop Sports, please do so by going to patreon.com backslash Chop Sports. Also, Sauce, funny you say that. You're also a Dynasty member, so come on down to the studio whenever you want. That's part of the perks. You get to hang out with us all day. There are people on Twitter, however, and I'm kind of I'm not hesitant, but I, mean, I, I sort of am because I don't know these people. But like I'm just like I, I I sometimes I put in a caption, come on down and like join the fun. And a lot of these guys are taking it literally. Like, yo, what's the address? I want to come down. I'm like, uh, hold on. Well, look, <laughs> like, look. I would love this whole place this to be full of sports look, fans. We're, trust we're, me. When you say you opened up like batting cages, you can't be like, oh, I don't know these guys. I don't know if I should let them come hit oh, baseballs no here. Batting cages, but understanding the point, it's like we're an office, it's a business, and we're offering things as perks for the show. If somebody joins the Patreon, then that's part of it. That is that's part, part of, of what yeah, our so business if you're watching is, this so and you want to come down to the office and hang out with us and talk short, uh, talk short, and if you talk sports, up, I will be shorts, shorts, I'll just yeah, beat not? the shit out of them. Yeah, there you go. Right? And you if you're not welcome, up, bro, Gooch will beat the shit out of you. So there you go. So in any event, be sure to subscribe to the YouTube channel. Join us on Facebook. Join the conversation. Also, what we, else we, we forgot to mention this, and you don't have to pull up the graphic, but did you oh, see that gra- the Packers are in talks oh, with yeah, wow. Rich Bisaccia? Yeah, Balsakia is going over it, there. Bro. The Packers. That's have, great. He's a great coach. So he, Rodgers has never had any help. We all know this, right? They they Years with no defense. Years, have anything I'm, to do jo- with. I'm joking. I'm making <laughs> a point. And like finally, like they got him a defense. They got him. You know, he's got Devontae. He's got his good receivers. The running game is great. Finally happy with the head coach. And, like, what's missing? It's like, well, they've never given Aaron Rodgers a good special team. That's all he needs is good special teams. He's got all the other things now. He's got the contract. He's got to bring Devontae back one more year. They mm. even gave him Randall Cobb. You I know. know. It's like Third and all, this guy, all Aaron Rodgers needs at this point is a special teams. If he had a special teams, he would have so many rings by now. Oh, by right? now, yeah. By now, he would have three or four rings. Also, be on the lookout because our intern is all of a sudden a graphic genius. Uh, there is a shirt coming out potentially soon, dropping very soon. Packers related. I did throw him a Cowboys idea. I also threw him another idea as well. So all of a sudden, we got our multifaceted intern who was kicking ass. So shout out to Anthony right now who's probably watching this. We'll see you back here on Wednesday. Um, but as far as this show, it has gone on uh, for far too long. We're going to call it a day. We're going to get back to business for Sturch, Gooch, Dina, Ash, everybody in the house right now. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Uh, we'll talk some baseball. I know it's Super Bowl week, but let's talk some baseball after all. Get, get us hyped. Have season. you watched um, any Olympics yet? Uh, I have not watched. Well, actually, that's not true. I watched I watched that thing where they come down the thing, and then they just catapult themselves off. And ski, just, ski jump? Sure. Is that um, what it's called? I watched uphill skiing the other day. I'm sorry? I don't know the, the name of the sport, but it, they Did were Jimmy Palumbo just send you a video no, of him trying to get up the hill? That's actually very funny. <laughs> no, Jimmy Palumbo sent me pictures of, like, cheeseburgers all weekend. But it's uphill skiing. Take over on all I know is I saw a bunch of guys on skis. And they were going uphill. And I was like, what the fuck is that? That seems counterproductive. So That's a like sport? Cross country, maybe? By the way, shout out to the USA. I think you're last in medals right now. The Which, by the way, shouldn't even be there. The skiathlon. Don't start. That's not yeah. a thing. I feel like that's Curling has been riveting, according to Sam up. Grasso. What was that, Dean? I said, I feel like that's the wrong footwear for going up. Right. 
Like, how do you how do you do that? Like, it's gravity. <laughs> like, you just you just fall down. Like, I don't. How do you decide that that's the sport you want to pursue? How do you decide that you want to fuck friggin' lunge yourself off a thing and just fly in See, the at air? At least that looks amazingly fun. Fun. Dude, my so ACL tore every side. Every time they landed, I'm like, you just tore everything in your foot and your knee and your quad and everything and your hammy and all sorts of leg injuries that you could possibly only, suffer. Only like no, only nobody got hurt at all. Right? I know. Like they were just good. <laughs> it's crazy. I see that. I haven't found out if the Jamaican bobsled team has done anything good yet, but I do want to feel the rhythm, feel the rhyme, and see how they're doing. But um, did you see the picture of the slope in front of the nuclear power plants? <laughs> The skiers have to wear a mask. Oh, yeah, Scoop. Oh, my God. If you need somebody to talk to my Olympics, I'll talk. Yeah, Scoop. And I, I believe we still have Steve on standby who might be out there in Beijing <laughs> right now. So there's so much to talk about. Cross-country skiing is the worst, according to Vinny. That might be the uphill skiing, cross-country skiing. Yeah. Oh, my God. No, it's fine. Yeah, you're all good. You're all good. <laughs> Oh, all right. In any event, let's. I, I know Rob's serious, but like it's that I laugh because it's comical at this point. Like, yeah, let's let's go to the same place that everybody just sucks. <laughs> Everybody's terrible. They're currently building the bomb that they plan to drop on the eastern seaboard, <laughs> right here, at that plant. <laughs> and I, I hope for the if they do it, I want the Olympic like. It's just coming off and the Olympic theme songs playing all the time. Oh, that's enough. I'm out. We're out. See you guys tomorrow. Is that how atomic bombs sound? For the love of God.